It's Friday, Spags, which means it's time for you and I and a special guest to give our hottest takes for week three. We do have the hottest takes here in our ride or die picks. We're going to be joined by the great Hayden Winks, who's killing it over at Underdog. We're also going to talk some Ace Ventura movie quotes and give them out as fantasy awards. And we're also going to get into all the injuries that matter, including our poor boy, Christian McCaffrey, massacred on Thursday Night Football. So, Pete, let's hit that intro and let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I am Chris Spaggs, joined by the man behind it all, the man who you are probably on his YouTube channel, enjoying all of his content throughout every minute of the day. He's Peter Overzet. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Friday. We have Hayden here about to spout off some hot takes. Uh, don't have any big plans for the weekend, which after my, my crazy August, uh, I'm very much looking forward to again. Yeah, Pete will be here grinding, and part of that grind will be over at Underdog Fantasy with this man guiding all of his choices over there. He's Hayden Winks. You've seen him a bunch in the fantasy football space. And now, Hayden, you are in the casino world. You're basically marketing to everybody out there, using all of your plays to get them to take all these bets over on Underdog. So how is it going for you, my friend? The key is just to say lock of the week, guaranteed money, and then the people will come. So, uh, yeah, no, Josh and I are just, like, trying to just make content that we would – make ourselves it's kind of the similar content that we were doing at roto world together and they don't really tell us to do anything just go have a youtube channel and just go make content so josh talk josh and i talk about a little bit of everything a little dfs a little dynasty a little redraft a little best ball we get into kind of all the things pretty casually have you gotten to do any shows with my pal tyler my former co-worker over at barstool who is doing a great job doing the not here to argue podcast and i know he's known if anything his betting proficiency just as strong as his tweet proficiency <laughs> yeah absolutely he's just firing at, at all costs yeah no, tyler's the best he has his own podcast over at underdog uh we josh and i go on his show every once in a while he was back in the day we were talking about nfl draft prospects and he refused to learn zach wilson's name he kept calling him kyle just the entire thing. So that's just been, been been gold when he's throwing all these interceptions. I love that bit. Well, it's a lot of fun over there at Underdog. And I guess I do have one question for you. We got to do some plugs and all of that. But I, I want to talk about Underdog because I think it's interesting what you guys are doing. And I know um, with the shows I was doing at Osmo, what we talk about a lot with NBA news in particular is, you know, don't worry about your books. Don't worry about what they're telling you news-wise and content-wise. I do feel like with Underdog, that's the one exception to the rule where you guys are creating, like, you know, best-in-class content like you were doing at Roto, at Roto World, now uh, NBC Sports Edge. But I guess what was that approach like? for you guys because it does feel like you guys were doing so much content and you guys were so sharp but there has to be a bit of a credibility earning process where you're creating this content but it's not just shilling like it's legitimately valuable stuff yeah so we can't play on underdogs so that's like one of the keys and all of the data that we have is public data like i on underblog i posted all of the best ball mania one data from last year and that was like the same data that anybody could work with and that's what i was making all my decisions on when josh and i were going through the various strategies and all that stuff so everything's pretty forward facing with um, underdog are very thankful that our devs just like pump out the data and they're willing and they want to create more data for everybody to use. And then I think just the, the best people that know how to work with the data and make the best decision that follows the news will end up winning. So it's like, it's the same formula as like with the DFS stuff, all that stuff is public uh, on underdog right now. All of the best ball data is public. And I think next year we'll even have more public data and that'll probably help out the community as a whole. 
Pete, do you have any questions about Underdog you want to ask? I know you don't know a lot about them, not a whole lot of crossover between what you do and what they do. But if you do have anything for Hayden, please, please feel free to throw it in. No, as an investor, I'm just sitting back here and letting Hayden <laughs> pump my bags. It's great. <laughs> we Yo, love all that money's going to your guys matching recessed lighting it seems <laughs> yes so that's what we're getting back here yeah, yeah all all of my money is just spent on electricity bills so i, I hope the investments <laughs> come come through for us pete there you go well, the good news for Pete is he can afford part of his lighting, courtesy of our friends over at Football Outsiders, so people can get in their lives. We talk about DVOA across the industry. You'll hear DVOA reference a lot. Uh, they also have a lot of great data and tools on there, and it's just $5 a month. If you go over to footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe, so go check them out. Of course, that is my day job, uh, helping run things over there, but uh, go support yourself by knowing more about football on a higher level and apply that knowledge to whether you're playing on underdog or elsewhere. Uh, go use Football Outsiders data for that. Of course, make sure to go check out edjsports.com, who's running... 100,000 simulations for each game based off of real game states trying to find out yesterday they had the under on that Panthers Texans game we saw that one hit and that'll be the case for a lot of their lines where they're bringing data from a different perspective so go edjsports.com go check out the matchups page and pour through everything on there but Hayden you know the drill and Pete I'll let you introduce this one because you did pitch <laughs> actually oh, there you go you want to make a Josh Norris rebuttal here Hayden before we get into things about your lack of a subway uniform I don't, I talk to this guy enough. We can, we got to move on. <laughs> That's how I feel when like Jack Settlement pops up in the chat on my chat. It's like, I, I don't need to bring Jack. Enough up. already. <laughs> Jack's there for the engagement though. I feel like Josh oh. is here for genu for the right reasons to quote his bachelor style camera that he has for himself. I will right. say Josh is a low key, like comment grinder. You know, he's popping up in all the streams. Yep. Uh, so let's do this bit, Pete. And I, I know this came from Pete's brain, but we're going to give away some Ace Ventura fantasy awards because Pete said that Hayden's a big Ace Ventura fan. And I guess the first question I'd have, Hayden, is have you, in fact, watched Ace Ventura? Because people were asking about that on Twitter. It actually came out the year I was born, but this is like the one movie. There's like five movies. Usually it's like Will Ferrell movies. Like I've watched Step Brothers and Semi-Pro a billion times. And then Ace Ventura is the other one. I haven't seen any of the important movies, but I, I think that Ace Ventura is one of the best of all time. So I'm very excited for this one. Pete, how do you feel about Ace Ventura? Where does it I, rank in your annals? I was, I was big into Ace Ventura uh, when I was, you know, teenager, middle schooler. That's uh, me. That, exactly. <laughs> I would say, yeah, it was like, you know, I was very into all the Adam Sandler movies and all of the Jim Carrey movies, just like slightly before that, probably middle school era. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I, I pulled some of the quotes here that we're going to give away as awards. And, you know, like we got to remember it's 2021. Perhaps the movie, there are some things in there could be perceived as problematic. But we're focusing on the fun parts, the lighthearted parts. People look at me not getting canceled here with this preamble. What does Good. this mean, Willis? Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Just talk it at your butt, I guess. <laughs> um, yes, I, I'm, I'm trusting you, Spags, that you vetted these quotes and aren't going to put us in dicey territory. Yeah, so, so let me do the intro I wrote down. Hayden Winks is one of the fantasy football community's preeminent Ace Ventura fans. So let's steal an old Bill Simmons trope and give out awards based on some famous Ace Ventura quotes. And the first one up, and I'm going to, I guess, I, do I have to do blind readings of these? Pete, can you pull you up do. the sheet so we can exchange <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll pull up the sheet. <laughs> uh, so Ace Ventura. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. I don't, I don't know. How that, was. That's <laughs> that, that passes. That passes. Yeah, I'm um, sure just as funny. Hayden, who would you give that award to? This has got to be Trey Sermon. I mean, we the first five minutes of the season, you got nothing from him. I thought Trey Sermon was good coming into the league. And it sounds like with Eli Mitchell's shoulder acting up still, that Trey Sermon has a chance to start this week. And I think that he's good enough to kind of hold on to the job if he can get out there and Eli Mitchell is out. So I think that the five minutes that we had to wait, it's Trey Sermon. Hopefully we don't have to wait any longer, though. 
Pete, do you agree with that one, or do you want to give an award here? I think I feel like we put enough quotes here. Maybe we just let Hayden give the awards. I think we let Hayden do the awards. <laughs> I'm getting excited for my Ace Ventura line reads. Good. You can take the next one, Pete. Okay, all right. So imagine that I just came out of the bathroom. <sighs> do not go in there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so for me, this has got to be the tight end twos. Just like it was basically Gronk, and then everybody else just got completely canceled. I will say though that the the low end tight end ones right now are kind of passable like i think noah fans interesting right now i think that tyler higby at least has the routes that we were looking for some like the kittles and, and mark andrews are kind of iffy but i think that like at least logan thomas is still in the same role so we go like nine deep which we couldn't say last year but like the all the tight end twos that were trying best ball like all of them just didn't work all right next quote up and i like the way this worked out ones that pete has to do because this is not deliberate but boy this really played in my favor who's her <laughs> how would you go with that quote who would win that award people that were fading the bucks and the age model and the in-pocket quarterbacks like i think that the bucks are probably gonna throw like 50 passing touchdowns this year and like the age model unfortunately is canceled with with the bucks i think that it's the it's the avocado toast or something something's in the water in tampa <laughs> yeah, tom brady's a trainer talking spicy too and going like the patriots just didn't love him like the bucks do and that was yep. yeah that's the fun news item of the week that we could tie into that pete do you want to do the next slide reading <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of hard to talk into the mic while doing that, but excuse me, I'd like to ask you a question. <laughs> that That is a good one. Uh, this has got to be the 49ers beat reporters. I mean, for the first two weeks, we got literally nothing from them. We got the healthy scratch, um, Trey Sermon with no news. We got the Brandon Nayuk stuff when we had no idea that was happening. And then we kind of had the entire preseason where it seemed like every single beat reporter was assuming that Trey Lance was going to get in there pretty early. And then he's been like the scout team quarterback right now. So we've got basically nothing for the 49ers beat, beat reporters through two weeks. So the Niners really crushing the Ace Ventura award so far. Yeah. Yes. They are a, a really weird, fascinating team right now. Yeah. Yeah. A team that loves to run that doesn't have any running backs is always an interesting corollary to throw into the fantasy season. Next quote uh, Be careful with that phone, Lieutenant. In time, you could develop a tumor. So if it's just like staring at your screen here, this is just like all the fantasy analysts on midnight on Saturday waiting for the Schefter bombs that come through instead <laughs> of going to sleep or spending time with our families or doing anything important. We're just all sitting here making sure that like Chris Godwin's hamstrings holding up or something stupid. It's it's funny you say that. I, did you listen to the podcast that Levitan did with Schefter? A few yes. Ago? And uh, I, I had kind of always wondered uh, why they were like that. And basically Schefter gets asked by his sources to wait until Sunday. So he literally waits yes. until Sunday, Eastern time. And then he just blasts them all out. That's so Schefter. It, it's so gold. It's, to me, if I was on the East Coast, I'd be super pissed at this. At least it's only nine o'clock on Saturday. But truly, like I'm, I'm 26, turn, just turned 27. I should be out doing other things on at nine o'clock on Saturdays, not waiting for Schefter. Well, what that was a double flex by Hayden. Look how youthful he is as a fantasy <laughs> analyst, and also the social life that you would have if not for your commitment to your job. Yeah, and I'm a, you know, I, I, I'm 34 here, and I just need to go to bed. Actually, I am going to bed. I'm not waiting up for these Schefter bombs. I'll see him in the morning. <laughs> yes, I'm also ageless, and that's why my hair now looks like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. There we go. Uh, all right, Pete, all next right. one up for you. All right. Warning. Assholes may be closer than they appear in the mirror. To me, this is like the entire Giants organization. We had Jason Garrett who wanted the uh, beat reporters to call him coach, which I think is just like so silly. And then you had Kenny Galladay screaming at the coaching staff. You have Kadarius Tony missing practices the entire 
training camp. And then you have like Joe judge forcing players into retirement for like wind sprint. So to me, it's just like the entire giants team just is like, so unlikable. Yeah. I think that checks out that it's shocking that a Belichick disciple would end up being unlikable as a coach. Mm. Uh, last quote here. And this is the one where we're getting the closest. So of course it falls to me. What the, that's it. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. And then he throws up. We're not gonna do that part. That's the part we don't do in 2021. This is Mark Andrews is CJ Uzoma right now. He is just lining up in the slot, not getting many targets and the passing offense looks pretty bad right now. And I don't know what's happening with Mark Andrews. So right now, He's just doing a pretty pretty solid CJ Uzoma impression right now. Does this mean CJ Uzoma is Andrews? Yes, they're they are each other. <laughs> wow. Is there a Dolphins cop we can go to this one? I feel like that's the one that we need to do. Ooh. How about Tua just being a big bag of shit? Can we go? <laughs> just easy with all your slander. <laughs> I have to deal with this shit every week. Oh god. Um, those are Ace Ventura Awards. Any other quotes, Hayden, that we missed here that, that really speak to you as one of the most diehard fans as somebody who was born mm. the year that, it, that that hurts the most? I think out of well, we have the all righty then. And there then we go. have the the guano. He says, like mm. a glove. Um, let's do all the things that you want to do. So those are the, the other ones I'd written down. I always have one in my head where he uh, he's like, there's something Thing. on the wing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that whole plane skit is so good. Yeah. Honestly, a movie that I do feel like Jim Carrey, like that really prepared him to do the Star Wars. I know we don't talk enough about Ace Ventura these days, but I do think that was really his uh, tour de force. I can't remember a single other actor in that movie besides Dan Marino. Can we just pull that clip of you like being very serious and saying, I know we don't talk about Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my part for the record. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about spurring the conversation on. We appreciate right. all of you guys tuning in, by the way. And if I forgot to do the plug up top, but if you have rated, uh, if you haven't yet rated uh, Splash Play five stars on Apple Podcasts, do that now because we are giving away guest spots. And at the end of the show, I guess we'll probably let Hayden drop off so he doesn't have to be a party to the randomizer wheel. But we will give away one more guest spot as well as, I guess, a randomizer box on this one, Pete, for uh, somebody who's left us a review. And the reviews are really tallying up fast so i feel i have to be proud of the audience and give them kudos pete because we actually do get to have a real competition for the giveaway it's true it's for uh spots and uh hayden is a randomizer box owner he can attest to uh it was the hottest gift you could receive this summer yes. correct hayden yes uh the wife said that i'm officially an influencer when i'm getting care packages so yeah that was a big big moment in my life you uh, hopefully your dog was excited. Hopefully you have a dog to let it. The, cats, the cats don't really play as much fetch compared to the dogs. Uh, <laughs> classic cat. They're too good for the room. Too cool for the room. Those cats right. out there. But let's do some injuries that injuries that actually matter. Hot off the press is this one right before the show. Christian McCaffrey is going to be out for weeks with this hamstring issue. Not long enough to be placed on IR yet. We talked about this one happened yesterday during Thursday night football, though. Uh, for me, I think didn't hurt me too much in showdown. So I'll take that as a moral victory. But Hayden, how do you feel about Christian McCaffrey? I know Pete's got some takes in the fantasy life newsletter. Uh, that people already got, but how are you feeling about McCaffrey being out? And do you believe that Chuba Hubbard can be this guy who can do a fractional amount like the great Mike Davis did last year? Yeah, it's the 90% CMC role. We saw that kind of in spurts. They, I think they were bringing in Duke Johnson for a visit, but right now I think they drafted Chuba Hubbard for a reason. He's a little smaller, but they gave him a goal line carry last night. So I think that he's going to be an upside uh, RB2 for the next couple of weeks. Pete, you got any thoughts here? Or do you just want to, you want to regurgitate your fantasy life takes? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the interesting thing to me will be from season-long perspective of, like, how hard do you go after Chuba? Because, like Hayden said, I think, I mean, he's going to be a great plug-and-play start. The question is, if there's a there's a number, right? If we knew McCaffrey's going to be back in two weeks, you know, you can't 
you know, empty the clip on him. But if you yep. thought that the McCaffrey thing could potentially extend to five or six weeks, that almost then becomes an empty the clip situation. Yeah, but I think that if you're at the bottom of your like league standings right now, like you, you got to empty the clip. Like you need a couple wins here. If you're sitting at zero and two or zero and three going into waiver wires, I think like this is the time where you don't you can't afford not to get some like borderline top twelve weeks. And, and Peter, you had some timelines too in the in the tweets that you posted in the Fantasy Life newsletter too, where I just I want to give you the shout out for that because I know that you quoted one of the football doctors, and it does seem like if it's a grade two strain, it actually could be a spot that ends up being longer than the Panthers are planning for. Yeah, and I think in general with fantasy injuries, we're always a little more optimistic than is warranted. And like you can get the stuff where like, oh, McCaffrey's suiting up, but you know he's not going to be fully back, or then he suits up and they you know limit his snaps. Like you could the runway for Chuba starts could even be longer than the timeline itself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now hopefully they're not playing the Bucks anytime soon. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but that's one that maybe don't play Chuba that week. Uh, another key back here that could be hurt, maybe not playing this week. We'll see how it goes. Dalvin Cook didn't practice today or most of the week after his injury versus Arizona. He's marked as questionable versus Seattle. So Pete, I'll ask you here: Are you worried about Dalvin Cook, and is it time to pick up an Alex Madison off of waivers? I mean, yeah, I, I don't think Madison should have been on waivers yeah. uh, in anything, you know, 12 team and, and over. I think he's a definitely a, a good bench stash. So, yeah, I think he's going to be a great play. This game uh, looks like one of the best games on the week. I think he has a 55 point over under. So, yeah, he would be a, a smash start in season long, would be a great DFS play. And I think for DFS angle, because it's the late, slate like if you're giving yourself flexibility in the flex spot like most people probably won't build their lineups with him if it's a game time decision for dalvin cook so i think that could be exploitable hey and how are you feeling about this one where dalvin we know the injury history has been there though he has definitely tried to play through it kind of a uh, the nfl's equivalent of anthony davis playing through injuries a little bit more in the last year and change to show that he's not injury prone but you think this is a spot he's going to get into the lineup this is the classic injury where I can't do anything on Saturday night anymore because I'm going to be waiting for Schefter news. But yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think that the one thing is last year when Alexander Madison busted, everybody was just like completely tilted off of that. But we got to remember they were down like by 21 points going into halftime and he got like game scripted out of that. And that was like a really weird game. And then in week 17, when everybody wasn't playing fantasy football, he started and had like 26 half PPR points. So I think that he is like a legit Tony Pollard type of player fill-in guy, and that deserves to be an RB1 if he gets the, the full workload. You know, if you're just looking at this year, Madison not been as great per carry as Dalvin Cook, but in previous years, they've basically been one-to-one for when Madison has filled in and taken some drives off, you know, when Dalvin has actually been playing in games. So keep that in mind here. If somehow Cook gets ruled out, you got to upgrade Madison and prepare for him to probably be the chalk play of the week on the DFS sites. DeAndre Hopkins, also a game-time decision at Jacksonville. This is one, Hayden, where perhaps they just don't need to roll Hopkins out because they don't need to, but I know this is going to be a big one for Pete's guy, Rondale Moore, potentially, if, if Hopkins can't play. But going against Jacksonville has been a pretty sweet spot so far, so how do you want to handle this one? This is tough because there's like, I, I think it's more interesting if he is out there because I think that people want to play Rondale Moore, but Rondale Moore still sub 50% routes. AJ Green doesn't play the same role as Rondale Moore. So I think like there's like, basically it's like um, freaking uh, musical chairs. There's four spots, three chairs. I don't know how that's going to work out long-term. So I think it's more interesting if he does play. And the fact that he's injured, it just makes like an already complicated uh, situation even more complicated. Pete, how turgid are you for Rondale Moore potentially here? Well, it's funny because the early ownership projections weren't that high on Rondale Moore, but like Hayden said, I mean, now that we get, if he is a true game time decision, that's going to really creep up because that tag will look very attractive at, at 5,000. But it was, it's interesting that I, both 
him and as well as AJ Green and Christian Kirk all projecting under five uh, ownership. So it's one of those spots where basically maybe anyone on the Cardinals uh, could end up being a good play, but Rondell will probably get the steam right now. Yeah, and also worth pointing out, Arizona going against Jacksonville. Jacksonville secondary giving up a lot of production according to DVOA to all the wide receivers, giving up a 56% boost to wide receiver ones, a 51% boost to wide, actually no, 91% boost to wide receiver twos. So whoever's in there is going to be in a pretty good spot, whether it be Hopkins or AJ, or AJ Green playing the poorest man version of DeAndre Hopkins. T. Higgins, a Bengals player who is suiting up today, but I guess uh, Zach Taylor said he's doubtful to play. So Pete, you have been a big fan of the Bengals youth movement at wide receiver. Does T. Higgins being out bump up anybody for you or potentially being out. Yeah, I think so. I think with any of these, you know, it's basically the Gallup situation where you remove Gallup and all of a sudden Amari Cooper and Lamb just project incredible. That's what's going to happen with Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Uh, both of them, I think, will become pretty chalky. I mean, Jamar Chase on DraftKings, 5,400. Tyler Boyd, 4,700. They're going to project very well. And uh, I, I heard earlier that CJ Uzoma is Mark Andrews, so he might even get a bump. <laughs> Hey, Hayden, are you buying in on CJ Uzoma now potentially, or he could take all the T Higgins role potentially and really put his doppelganger Mark Andrews behind him. Yeah, it's definitely CJ Uzoma season. Um, yeah, for me, they, the Boyd and Higgins or Boyd and uh, Jamar Chase really needed this because there was third, third, third lowest in neutral pass rate. And to me, the offense, there was enough for two of these receivers. So now that you remove one, I think that you'd be finally pretty confident in both of those guys. Yeah, and I think Chase's role getting a little more defined too with Higgins and him playing a little more outside probably seems like a positive too. So definitely one to watch here that could make that game a little more appealing. Um, though they are playing Pittsburgh, so maybe not that appealing. Carson Wentz was playing at practice, though I guess wasn't the fully in work here. Brett Hundley also adds the DraftKings player pool at 4,500. Hayden, what are you doing with Indianapolis in the spot where Carson Wentz, two sprained ankles. We talked about this a little bit more yesterday and, and some of the shameful things that have occurred. Pete, my injury history is as you get older, but two sprained ankles seems like not where you want your QB to be. No, definitely not. It's Jonathan Taylor and it's Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman is going to separate from the, like just with target share on that team. Um, I don't care that Paris Campbell's back or anything like that. I think that if Pittman's as good as I think, then he'll be a high target share guy. And outside of that, I have like no interest. All right, Pete, any thoughts for you with Carson Wentz? I know we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but um, he, maybe he's going to be a go. And are you willing to take a flyer on him if he is going to be a go? Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. The saying is if you have two ankle injuries, you actually have none. So I think he's going to be fine. And uh, well, also, quick shout out to Douglas in the chat. Just saw my first video of you guys yesterday. Congrats. Good stuff. We're going to congratulate it here, which I, I think it's the first time we've been congratulated for just existing and doing a show, but I'll I take it. Maybe he's congratulating you on naming your your future child, Luca. That's true. That is. Yeah, Hayden, if you missed, I'm naming my child after a basketball player I've never met from a country of origin I've never been to. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> it's a great logic. That is a good stuff. Didn't Eric Bineford naming his first person C.D. Lamb or something? How crazy oh, is was that? Do you see that? Yeah, is that? I, I couldn't. I still have it. I assume that was a bit. Do we think that's actually happening? Well, they 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 tricked us and get into giving them like two thousand likes. So I want my likes back. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that, I mean, we got rug pulled on the likes. After today's show, I'm thinking it might be Ace Ventura Spags coming out. <laughs> we might have to go back to the negotiation board for the names. A couple more injuries to hit on. Odell Beckham officially set to play. Uh, no news on his potential limitations that we talked about yesterday. Hayden, are you willing to ride with Odell Beckham, um, I guess, on underdog or anywhere else, given the fact that he'll be playing with no Jarvis Landry? But could be some risk here of him just getting a, a truncated snap count. The OC kind of indicated that he might be on a snap count, but they're kind of desperate for him just because it's just him out there at, at wide receiver. So I, I would say he's a boom bust wide receiver three. I would not be surprised if Odell Beckham kind of has a like Cordland Sutton in him where he just like dominates, even though there's a little bit of injury risk just because he's just like that good of a player. 
Pete, any thoughts for you here with Odell? I know you talked about it yesterday, but you willing to ride? Yeah, it's I, I the reports I feel like have been all over the place. Like it'll go from you know it's unlikely to then him saying now he will play if there wasn't a, isn't a setback. Uh, I I th- normally like last year in DFS it was exploitable to play guys coming back from injury because the thesis is if they're fine to get back on the field the team feels good about it and then you get an ownership discount. I might just be with this Odell situation as like a wait and see thing. Like I need a wait and see week to know if I need to bother with touching him in, in, in DFF. Yeah. I think it's a reasonable way to look at it. Definitely some risk reward here. So uh, if you are going to play Odell Beckham, try to mitigate your exposures in DFS, some COVID news too. It's just fun to continue to talk about this stuff, but Antonio Brown is now very questionable, quote unquote, um, slash not expected to play according to some reports due to some of the COVID positives out there. And Pete, I guess, would you give more of a bump to Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? If we are going to assume or Gronk, I guess if you are to assume that Antonio Brown doesn't go. Yeah. I mean, we just did it with uh, the T Higgins thing. We mentioned the Gallup. I mean, these are, you know, good offenses that are getting further concentrated. Uh, I do think we'll see some Scotty Miller or maybe Tyler Johnson. I'm curious on Hayden's take on who he thinks benefits the most there, but yeah, I, I think those big three definitely get a target boost. Hey, now I, you, go ahead. It's it's Scotty Miller. And then Tyler Johnson to me, I think that they, there will be a rotation, but they're not going to play down in the red area. It's always like 12 personnel for them. So I think you just give more touchdown and yards and reception equity to the top few guys. I will note though, both teams are top five in neutral pace. And I think they'll both be top five in neutral pass rate. And then you have those two quarterbacks with those two offenses. I think it's going to be an insane game. And our last injury that actually matters, Baltimore has a COVID positive amongst their 53-man roster. I don't think it's been revealed yet unless it happened in the last few hours. Um, Contact tracing has begun. We know this is a team that has some key players unvaccinated. So, Hayden, at this point, we've been doing this for a year now with the COVID guessing game. But when you hear a report like this that's pretty ambiguous, what's your reaction? Because to me, mine is abject fear with Baltimore in particular. It sounds like we need to get the 49ers beat reporters out into Baltimore to figure out uh, who's got the, the vaccine for us or who's who's like got the COVID list. I mean, it's, it is absurd that they haven't listed the player yet. I hope it's not Lamar. It sounds like Lamar had a little, little diarrhea or something yesterday and didn't practice. I'm hope hopefully it's not him. Pete, any thoughts for you? Um, yeah, I, this one, uh, I just need to see more information on as well. It seemed pretty ambiguous. The reports on it. Yeah, so keep an eye on that, and hopefully no crazy Ravens news comes out. But let's move on here, and guys, hit the like button, whether you're watching on Peach Channel or the Splash Play Channel. And also make sure to follow at Hayden Winks, follow at Peter Overzet, and follow at Chris Bags, as well as following at Splash Play Pod, so you can find out whenever we are doing shows, Monday, Thursday, Friday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. We also will follow you back on at Splash Play Pod, so boost your follower counts and show us a little love on there. But it's time, Pete, for the Troll Equity Play of the Week, and you want to give Hayden a quick explainer of what we're looking for here with this Troll Play. Yeah. So, you know, we're looking for kind of the, the classic who's, who's going to be the popular play that just falls flat on his play face because of this guy. I think always back to like the fullbacks that would get the touchdowns, you know, your Kyle use and everyone tilts that uh, it's not Raheem Mostert or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of what we're looking for here. I normally look at a very chalk play and think uh, how it could go wrong. Uh, I believe the classic one that we did a couple weeks ago and still is true is Van Jefferson you know, scores two touchdowns and Cooper Cup finally comes down to earth. So that would be my troll play for uh, for this week again. Hayden, how about you? I can see Leonard Fournette starting, getting uh, some random touchdowns, and then the game stacks over there just kind of fall Ooh. fall on their face because nobody's willing to play Leonard Fournette. 
That's a pretty reasonable one. The, the Bucks backfield always been a point of consternation on this show and across the industry. For me, my troll play is going to be, according to Osmo's ownership projections, Cooper Cup projecting to be the highest owned guy in the slate right now. We'll see if that holds up. His price probably too low for a matchup against Tampa Bay. That looks like it'll be a shootout, really, according to every metric out there, even though it's two teams that are defensively sound. Um, but this spot, to me, I feel like Robert Woods having a day that's Cooper Cupian based on what we've seen in the first two weeks, I think would be the real troll play here. Everybody's dying to play Cooper Cup and then Robert Woods. Robert Woods is still there as what the one thing I would remind people of. And these guys were basically one-to-one target share guys. Maybe that's a Jared Goff thing, but am I alone in this guys? Like, is it, is Robert Woods not like good anymore? Is that, is that, is there a consensus on this? I mean, I think that Cooper Cup going off is super bullish for Robert Woods. Like, you know that Matthew Stafford could throw the ball deep now. And then like, there's no reason for Robert Woods, who's the same age as Cooper Cup, just to all of a sudden be a bad player. Like to me, this is super bullish in general. Yeah, I, it, to me, like the thing for Robert Woods has less to do even with Cooper Cup. Like we know that both those guys can coexist. It was more, and uh, I bet Hayden knows way better than me, but I know at least was week one where he was losing some snaps to Van Jefferson in the two wide receiver sets. But I know his, his targets were back up last week. Do you know if that corrected and he overtook Jefferson? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's been a problem or since then. And I think that the the Rams in general have just played like two really slow paced offenses to start the year, and they were just like completely dominating in both of those games. So we haven't even seen the Rams like go full out uh, with the passes. So I think that like Robert Woods just kind of been small sample size of noise. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like the num- like number three wide receiver this week. And actually, according to Football Outsiders, these are two of the fastest-paced teams in neutral situations overall, so should be a lot of play volume going on here. I think Tampa Bay actually might be leading the league at 26 seconds per snap, and the Rams not far behind, 27.2. So interesting spot here with some high totals. And also, i got to read a chat here. You know, I will never not read a complimentary chat, but Lou Dog saying, too much handsome for one stream. And I have to say, like, I don't think I'm an ugly guy, but I feel like I'm getting crushed on this stream right now, though. I'm glad that Pete's not wearing a backwards hat because I feel like the hair maybe it's take a point <laughs> off for that. I it was I had a very tough choice to go no hat and solidarity with Spags or go with the look, but people are already saying uh, Hayden and I looked very similar on the thumbnail with our underdog hats and, and shirts. So uh, I tried to mix it up today, but thank you, Lou. Thank you. Yeah, Hayden, you want to take any any, any laps here for <laughs> yeah, the talk the about ride. I mean, okay. you being I handsome. Think- yeah, no, I think the I, was largely going for you, Hayden, if we're being honest. I rocked the backwards hat because I thought that was just what we were going to do on this show. And I think what, what it is, it's all the lights just like a distraction for all the, the nonsense going on in my face right now. So yeah, I'm doing a good job with the lighting. All right, so now it's about time to hit those ride or die picks. So guys, hit that like button. We appreciate that a bunch. Do it for all your YouTube creators, whether you're watching content here or on another channel, because that is just a nice thing to do for any shows you're watching. But the first game up in our ride or die picks, actually, no, we sh- I shouldn't do that. Pete, please explain ride or die picks. I know Hayden's done the homework, so he knows, but give everybody the, the elevator pitch on why this game is the best game in the industry, I'd say. Yeah, so we're going to go game by game. We're going to give hot takes uh, or medium takes here. And the goal is we're trying to rack up points. You get points based on how aggressive your pick is. You get one point if you take, say, uh, a spread bet, uh, maybe a guy to score slightly more points than his projection, basically something that has about a 50% chance of happening. If you get a little more aggressive, you get three points. That would be like a player projected for 13 points scores over 20 DraftKings points or a team that is, you know, minus three. Uh, or plus three, them winning on the money line. Something that has, I don't know, a 30 to 35% chance of happening. And then if you want to really shoot the long ball, the Hail Mary, that's the 10-pointer. That's this guy's in the winning Millie Maker lineup. You really get crazy with the 10-point pick. So that's that's the structure of the game. 
You feel ready, Hayden? Are you ready to dive into this Thunderdome here? Which, by the way, I need to point out, Pete won last week. I won week one. I am still up on the year. That's all I'm just going to say to the lead. But how are you feeling, Hayden? You ready? I'm going to try to come out with 10 pointers that were truthfully six or seven pointers and round up. Yeah, Hayden already caught on the gist of the game here. The negotiation, especially as a guest, is key to this this very esoteric game we play here. But let's start it out with Atlanta getting 22.3 implied points against the Giants. 25.3 implied points here. Uh, The Edge Sports line has it at minus five for the Giants, even though the books are at minus three. So keep that in mind here. Maybe a little bit undervalued. But Hayden, you are the guest here. So please take whatever ride or die pick you want from Atlanta and the Giants. I'm going to say Mike Davis leads all the non-quarterbacks in fantasy points. So that's Ridley, Sterling Shepard, Saquon, all those guys. I think that's a great pick, Hayden. I think that's a 10-pointer. <laughs> After uh, he's played the first two weeks. <laughs> I I would, yeah. The, Hayden already did nailed it. That's probably like a 7-pointer, and he's going to get rounded up to a 10 there. There we go. Love to see All right. This. Pete, what do you want? Um, okay, I will do, um, I want to do something with, Saquon, but I can't decide if I want to go bullish or bearish <laughs> on him. I'll go. What will you give me for Saquon? Highest scoring player in the game, including quarterbacks. That's a three. Matt Ryan's really bad right now. <laughs> I would. I'll give you a ten. You gave me a ten. I'll Thanks, give you Hayden. a ten. Done. There we go. Oh, is that how the game works now? <laughs> yep. I buttered up Hayden. There he we go. My back, but he. All right. Well, uh, Russell Gage out <laughs> in this so game. Guilty. So I, I don't even know what I could do now that, um, boy, I, am I going to take Olamide Zacchaeus? No, that doesn't seem like a good move either. I'll say, how about, okay. Kyle Pitts highest scoring skill position in the game. Is that a 10 pointer? Yes. We'll give you yes. 10 for that. Okay, thank God. All right. So everyone, <laughs> we covered our bases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We covered our bases. Is it, we're really? starting a little light here. I feel like the screws maybe get turned a little more in this game. Chargers 23.8 implied points, Kansas city, 30.8 implied points. So a seven point favorite for them. According to the books out there, edge sports line is at minus eight. So a pretty efficient line there for uh, Vegas, but you can still maybe get a little bit of an edge taking Kansas city on uh, this spot. Pete, what do you want between the chargers and Kansas city? Um, how many points to say Tyreek Hill outscores Justin Herbert? One. I would I would say three. Probably what it's probably projected a couple more points. Yeah. I see Tyreek Hill as twenty point two from Osmo, twenty two point three for Justin Herbert. That's a three spec. I'll give you three. I'll give you three. I, I, okay, I'll give you three, but it's a reluctant three. I'll that's say. that's the spirit of a three bet if you really think about it. <laughs> All right, I guess for me, I'll do this. This has been paying off for me the, uh, the last couple weeks, and I guess I'll do it one more time. Mike Williams, highest scoring pass catcher in the game. Is that a 10 pointer? <sighs> Man, if you're, if you're using the longer term projection, it doesn't look as good. If you're using just this year, I think it ends up looking a lot, maybe less like a 10 pointer. I mean, Hayden, what would you? What percentage of the time do you think he outscores Hill, Keenan, and Kelsey? It, yeah, with Kelsey, I think that maybe you can get, you can go to ten here. If it was just receivers, I think it's probably closer to a three. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you say, Spags? Did you? Say I said what? all pass catchers. So all right. I'll yeah, I'll give you ten. We'll give okay. him ten. I'll take it. All right, Hayden, what do you want? Clyde Edwards-Helaire, top five on the main slate. Ooh, okay. So that's top five running backs. Any, any particular feeling why that is going to be the case for a guy that's, I feel like getting borderline reviled in the fantasy community these days. 
Yeah, he was canceled this week, but the Chargers are running a new defense and they're like super light boxes. They have not added anybody. So this is kind of just like a film grinders trust, like the the, the film grinders taken that he's just going to have open lanes. I will say that like, I think his ownership is going to be fairly high, but like if, if you told me that he was going to be sub 10% at 4,800 on DraftKings, I, I would absolutely jam him. I think people are getting way too caught up in it. It's still, if he's though, if he's at like 20, 25%, he becomes a little tougher to play in tournaments. But man, if, if the field feels so burned at him that they're not playing him at this price, uh, he looks very nice to me. Yeah, the Chargers given up 5.6 yards per rush, which is not a perfect step. But when you combine that with what Hayden mentioned about the defensive schemes, I think that could be a logical reason to take some Clyde Edwards Hilaire at under 5K on DraftKings this week. Uh, next game, we got Washington, 19 implied points against Buffalo, 26.5 implied points for them. Uh, the books have this one as a minus eight game. Edge Sports has a line at minus five, so maybe a little bit of value there and taking a Washington cover. And uh, I guess I'm due to go first in this one. And boy, this is not a great one for me. Buffalo has been really good according to DVOA. Um, minus 37% so far, but I guess I'll take the Stefan Diggs breakout game. That seems like it's got to happen at some point. He's not been great. He kind of killed me last week, honestly, but I feel like him number one. Oh, this is actually, well, this has got to be a 10 pointer. Number one wide receiver on the entire slate. Is that a 10 pointer? Diggs? Yeah. Yeah. That's a 10 yeah. pointer. There's so yep. many wide receivers. Okay. I'll take it then. Hayden, what do you want? Uh, can I get Cole Beasley for 20 fantasy points? PPR. Ooh getting leverage on me to Hayden too good. Not even doing it deliberately to spite me like Pete and I usually do, but still that's, that's a, that's a like spags. That's a, that's probably like a six or a seven that we're rounding. Oh, we'll, we'll, go to, we'll go to a 22 PPR points. We'll, we'll keep it in the spirit of the game. 22. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, all right. That's a 10 pointer. Uh, well done. I will say let's do um, how many points do I need Antonio Gibson to hit for a 10 pointer? 25. Yeah, I'd say 22 to 25. We'll go 22 and a half, 24. Where, where, where are you thinking, Chris? I think we can split the difference on that and say 23.5. There we go. Sold. Done. <laughs> those are the best <laughs> negotiations also i feel like this game has become like it used to be like playing pickup in the back you know like, like football uh, excuse me basketball pickup in the back and now it's become like rock and jock we're just shooting for five pointers over and over again like it's <laughs> it's become a madhouse here giving away 10 pointers left and right i got a quick question i refuse to say the name but are we playing uh potential three-point bonuses like some sites out there for for these like ppr points no okay Noted. It, well, yeah, I mean, we we do count that. I think if you had like they're scoring over twenty five, I guess that would count because Wills just pulls the the regular points. So, oh, yeah, I guess there. that is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you, I, if, but it's like the hundred yard and a touch. Like if you got a hundred yards, so it's like you know the core ones. I think would count then. Yeah, I guess. But we DK haven't... points are unfortunately we we do use DK points as our metric. So I'm sorry, Hayden. I feel like I've shamed you now by not using underdog scoring. We got we got to tighten this up. Did didn't we have did we have JJ on last year? We used FanDuel scoring. We could use underdog scoring. No, I think we just I think we still use DK, but we just didn't say DK. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, we're we're real respectful of our guests in that way. <laughs> but make sure the plugs are good. That way it balances out. Next game up, Chicago, eighteen point eight implied points. A debut, the official debut, or I guess as a starter of Justin Fields in this one. Cleveland, twenty five point eight implied points, and um, I think we're back to you, Hayden, to go first. Give me Nick Chubb to lead um, on half PPR RB one this week. I just think the matchup is perfect. Home favorites, the whole thing. All right. So is that a, is that a ten pointer? Say it again, Hayden. RB one overall, half PPR. Yeah, I think there's so many. Yeah, it, it's hard for any player to to finish number one overall. So I'll, I'll allow ten there. All right, Pete, you can go next. 
How many points do I get if Justin Fields leads all quarterbacks in rushing this week? I think Lamar's playing the Lions, so. <laughs> and her, uh, and we can, how about this? I want 10 points. I'll include Hertz in this, even though he's not on the main slate. Okay. Well, that I mean, matters. that's, that pushes we, things. We, we won't be able to grade that then for the Monday show. That's the one thing I would say. So I don't think you need to include Hertz. I'll, I'll even be nice. I won't make you include Hertz. Nice. Um, I think that could be a 10 pointer. I mean, like he did run 10 times and a half of football. So I feel like it's not maybe the bravest take. Silas, I thought you were my guy. What are you doing? <laughs> the Hertz thing matters, I think, because it's, it's basically him. Trey isn't playing enough. It's basically Lamar Jackson, but Lamar playing the Lions makes him like a minus 500 favorite. <laughs> Josh Allen's still running seven times a game. All so right. I feel like that's, you know what? I'll give in. Silas is now doing exclamation points. I'll take three points. Okay, there. As long as Silas is happy, that's really what no, I care about. This is what I'll do. I am going to take three points, but I'm going to say finishes top two and QB rushing on the slate. All out. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's a concession. Um, I will go next, and I will take. I, I will go the other way with Justin Fields. I'll presume that he's going to start getting the ball downfield more, and that means the beneficiary is one Allen Robinson, who I will take to be in the Millionaire Maker winning lineup. That seems fair to me. Yep. Ten. All right, Hayden. Easy game. All right. So actually, yeah, we got everybody done. Never mind. Next game up. Uh, we got uh we got uh Baltimore and Detroit's up next here. 29.3 implied points, Detroit 20.8 implied points. The man perhaps might be the most competition for Pete's Justin Fields wager there. And I guess as a result, Pete, I'll let you go first. Um, okay. I will say I'll say DeAndre Swift ends up in the winning Millie Maker lineup. Okay. That's a, that's a 10 pointer. Hayden, what do you want? Tyson Williams, 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Not afraid of Latavius and co getting in the mix a little bit more? Nope. I think that Tyson Williams looks way better. And I think that the Lions can't tackle anybody. Okay. Now, what, how many points is that, Spags? That's probably a three-pointer. I think that's probably a three-pointer. That's fair. I'll take it. All right. Uh, I will say for me... Boy, do I do we continue to ride the you know what the guy came up in the in our crystal ball segment yesterday and the crystal ball, even though it's over there, is whispering me once again. Quintez Cephas, what's the 10 pointer for him? Is it over 15 fantasy points? Um, let's not get started on the crystal ball bit. Um Quintez Cephas, you want to get to 10 points on him? I would say, yeah. I feel like yeah, over 15. No. No, he's projecting he's for 10. Cephas. 10.6 is the projection I see. What does Osimo have him at? Uh, 7.02. Hayden, set, you set the line for what this needs to be to be a 10-pointer. We're going to go 16 and a half. We'll get a touchdown, a couple catches, a long, a long one. He's the number one. No Tyrell. Yeah, he's yeah. the number one. So, I mean, you you got to aim a little higher, Spags. You're trying the to number like one a- against Baltimore. I think Hayden said 16.5. I think that feels like a 10-pointer to me if I had to choose. Yeah, we're going to – if if Hayden wasn't here, I, I would have made it – 19.25 but so you're getting the hayden discount good oh look that's fine I'm, I'm happy to have the hayden discount hayden bringing positive vibes and really generous grading of bets to the table which is all we can ever ask of any guest. i'm trying to lead the guests by the end of the season when we tally this stuff so i got to be nice to you guys to get nice back for me <laughs> sure honestly we do remember the people who win like we all hold a reef in high esteem we all hold salvetri in some esteem because they came on the show and really really just put their dicks in our ears with <laughs> the state in our ear to be clear is what i'm <laughs> we'll see about that <laughs> <laughs> not the ace ventura style that he was no. <laughs> showing for. Oh, 
Alrighty then. <laughs> How about we move on? Arizona, 29.5 implied points. Jacksonville, 22 implied points in this game. It is an eight-point spread favoring Jacksonville, according to the books. Only a four-point spread favoring, excuse me, favoring Arizona, according to the books. Only a four-point spread favoring Arizona, according to the Edge Sports line. So maybe some value there. And I guess I'll go first on this one. And it's kind of tough to, to do this. Uh, given what we don't know, but I'm going to take Rondale Moore off the board, and I'm going to say that he is in the Millionaire Maker winning lineup. All right. Uh, Hayden, you go. Next. AJ Green has twice as many yards as Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk. Wow. Ooh. You were going to do the same style uh, that I was going to do because I was going to hedge against all my Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore love and say that AJ Green is the leading uh, wide receiver for them, but you already did that. I will let you have that. I will say that DJ Chark is the highest scoring uh, non-quarterback in this game. I, I think that's a 10-point given how good Arizona's been. Yeah, Some right. prayer yards for you. Why am I on the Rondale Moore train alone? Now, I feel like I thought I was doing something sharp here, just getting ahead of Pete, taking the pick first, and now you're taking AJ. You guys are taking AJ Green? That's my that's my brand. Taking we got to be zigging when everyone's zagging, buddy. Where's Josh in the chat? I'm sure he's fired up. That's right. Leone and Norris are fired up over the AJ Green love. Look, he's a one-to-one replacement for DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins potentially. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. New Orleans, 19.8 implied points. New England, 22.8 implied points. Battle of the Cities with New in their name. It is a three-point spread favoring New England at home. Um, edge line is pretty much close to that, minus two for them. Uh, Hayden, you can go first in this game that I'm surprised the totals were this low, honestly. It's much uglier on paper than I think I would have guessed with a Jameis game. I'm going Patriots defense special team scores more points than Jameis Winston. Ooh, wow. Just fancy that, points. I need to, I need to pick six. I need to pick six bad. That I mean, that's that's definitely a 10-pointer. Yep, I agree. Pete, what do you want? Um, I will say, do I get 10 points if Jacoby Myers outscores Alvin Kamara? Ooh, Man. I think... I think so. Yeah, if Hayden thinks so, I think so. I think that's <laughs> it's yeah, the projections for Alvin Kamara, I think when you look at the longer term going back to last year, those projections looking very favorable. I think for the shorter term, probably not so much, but it, I think when, that's fair. When Spags and I inevitably have to go to counseling, couples counseling, we're gonna have Spags be or uh sorry, Hayden be our, our counselor. He he's mediating very nicely between us today. I'm just saying yes. <laughs> and you're putting the onus back on us to do the work which i think Good. is the main thing you look for in a counselor um you know what i'll go just because i feel like i have to go the other way james his numbers so far are baffling to me he's only doing uh throwing two deep passes per game so far which is not what i know of james but i'm gonna hope that the real james gets set loose here james winston uh over four passing touchdowns i'll try that one more time pete is that a 10 pointer Sure, we'll keep letting you try this. Okay, thank you. One one day it's going to work. One day we're going to get Jameis back yeah. to his former glory days of just being a video game player in yeah. real life. Maybe one day he'll have pass catchers to throw to again. <laughs> <laughs> one can only hope that'll happen for him at some point this season. Uh, next game, Indianapolis. Carson Wentz and his two sprained ankles getting 21.3 implied points. Tennessee, 26.8 implied points. Uh, the line on this one's minus six for the books. Edge Sports has it as minus two, so might be good to take a cover here for Indianapolis, I guess, as painful as that might be. But uh, Hayden, I'll let you go first here. Titans and Colts, who do you want? Michael Pittman has 24 or 25 more yards than A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Not combined, just like each one say, of them. Yeah, each yeah. one of them. Each one of them. All right. I was I was right before you went. I was like, if your hot take doesn't involve Michael Pittman, I'll be disappointed. It did not disappoint. Uh yeah, I'll give 
I'll give 25 on that with with Wentz's uncertainty. You'll give a 25 pointer? No, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. No, no. no. <laughs> Imagine if we introduce 25 pointers. Uh, then it'll be like. Yeah, Derek we still won't, we won't do six seven pointers, but we'll do a 25 pointer. <laughs> yeah. Marlon Mack outscores Derrick Henry. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, I guess uh, you can go second, Pete. Uh, I'll say I'll do like similar to my DeAndre Swift call. I'll say AJ Brown winning Millie Maker lineup. I like his price at 6,500 a lot. All right. I will say for me, oh boy, I, uh, Derek Henry one seems ill-advised. Derek Henry going to be very chalky this week, it looks like. But um, you know what? I'll go the other way. I'll, I'll ebb against it, even though I, I don't think I believe this at all. But I'll say Derek Henry under 10 fantasy points. Is that is that a 10? Under 10, Hayden. Man, this is tough because like if you look at the average projections, then I would say close. But like if he just doesn't find the end zone, then you get into scary waters. Let's let's say this, Hayden, let's reset it. Let's say under what, seven and a half? Yeah, I would say seven and a half, eight. Oof. Okay. I, I would take it at under eight. I wouldn't take it at under seven and a half. Oh, this <laughs> Five yeah, yards okay, matter. Because yeah. <laughs> he's getting some, he's running some routes now. I think under eight. For My now. Monte Carlo Sim really rejects it. I'm not running those anymore. Habit. I'm letting the professionals do it. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking amateur. I was basically running an abacus compared to what everybody else is doing with their Sims. Um, next game up. We got do, you want me, do you want me to block this guy or allow it? No, I think it's fair. I mean, he can hate it. He, <laughs> he just hates it because he ain't it, is what I'm going to say. All right. I just have a feeling that would he might fly a little too close to the sun. Uh, so just be careful. You're on watch yeah, alert. I mean, yeah, be nice. Like, I think the thing here is we're, we're all men watching a stream with other men. So, like, maybe don't worry about my, my hair would be my thought. I don't know. Yeah, please. Thank you. Yeah. Unless you're uh, saying we all look handsome, in which case. Yeah, where'd that guy go? No, we care deeply. Oh, yes. then it's, it's fully allowed. <laughs> then we put you, the Luke. chat on the screen and we go, great point, Lou. Feel <laughs> No, we actually just PayPal you directly after the show if you say nice things about us. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati 20. And, actually, question for you, Hayden. How are the underdog comments received? Like, are they are they a positive vibe? Or are they uh, somewhere in between? How, how are you feeling about the audience of that you guys have built up? I think that it's just people playing on underdog right now and kind of just our followers. So for right now, everyone's behaving. I am nervous that as like the Twitter followers go up, as like the YouTube followers go up, like all of a sudden you're getting into the worst, worst people. There was something I saw on Twitter the other day where it's like um, when like some guy talking about like when oh I got more successful and all of a sudden my haters and people who never met me who hate me like went up by a hundredfold. And it's like that is really true. And it's kind of sad. And I'm sure it's just more of, you know, people getting to see you for the first time. But that's one of those Internet things where it's like you, you really are a victim of your own success. And that's yep. my that's my pontificating for the day. Cincinnati. <laughs> Let's all just sit around as Spags tells us how the Internet works. Back in my day. Yeah, look, you know what? I've been around the block. Is this man bundle? This man bun seen some things, Pete. I'll tell you what. Cincinnati, 20 implied points. Pittsburgh, 23 implied points. Spread on this one's minus six. Edge Sports has it as minus six. Uh, excuse me. The books line, I, I got to get clean up my lines. The books line is minus three. The Edge Sports line is minus six. So they really are believing in Pittsburgh for this one. Um, I guess I'll go first in it, too. I will take Jamar Chase 100 yards and a touchdown. Pete, is that 10? Uh, Jamar chase a hundred yards and a touchdown. We're looking at what would that be? Like 22, 23 points. Yeah. Depending on the catches he gets. What do you think Hayden? 110 yards. 110. Okay. All right. If Hayden's being tough, I'll take it. But uh, 110 and a touchdown. That seems fair. Hayden, what do you want? I want chase Claypool sets a career high in receiving yards. Okay. okay. I mean, that's a 10 pointer. What is, yep. what is his career high? 110. That seems kind of low. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, that's because he had like those four touchdown games that seemed much bigger yeah. than they were. That's still that's still a big number. Oh, um, I agree. I will do. I don't think this is a ten pointer. I'm not going to try to argue it. I'm going to say I'm going to take Tyler Boyd over Najee Harris points. I like it. Okay, uh, that's not that's not a bad one at all. Also, Hayden, question for you because I know you do care about some of the film grind. Pittsburgh blitzing under ten percent of the time now. Why why do you think that is? Given that's all they've done, and to the point that their city has been renamed Blitzburg at various times in the last few years. I'm not sure, and I'm not sure they're going to do it this week. Just the Bengals are just like going empty protection, and just Joe Burrow's not making anybody miss, and their alignment sucks so bad. I think they can just like rush with four and win, and like literally Joe Burrow's just like not moving, and he's just like falling over. So I'm not sure if we're going to see that tick up this week. Yeah, weird numbers for Blitz uh, for for Blitzburg for Pittsburgh, the former Blitzburg so far. Miami twenty point three implied points. Las Vegas twenty three point eight implied points. The book line for this one's minus four. The edge sports line is minus six, favoring the Vegas. So uh, not believers in Jacoby Brissett at QB. Pete, what do you want in this spot? How many points is Darren Waller outscoring Jacoby Brissett? Uh, not a lot. Three. <laughs> I feel like that's one. <laughs> There, yeah, their projections are probably pretty close, right? Yeah, I'm seeing Osmo having Waller at 20 and then Brissett at 17.3. All right, how many points do I need to give Darren Waller minus how many points to get the three? I'd, I mean, for me, it would have to be like minus 15. No, 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 no. I don't believe in Jacoby Brissett. Do we not remember those Colts days? No, you're saying (laughs) that Darren Waller has to outscore Jacoby Brissett 35 this week for for a 10 pointer. Yeah, I don't want a 10 pointer, I want a three. Okay, for a three-pointer, I'd say outscoring him by seven and a half. I'm not taking that. I would say like I would say like minus three and a half. I think it should be kind of close. I'm not taking this bet. I'm getting I'm getting handled. I just think Waller's really good, and I think Brissett, the jury is very much out. He's probably better than Tua, but he's probably still not good. All right, I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting. I'm saying Will Fuller waltzes right in and is the highest scoring non QB in this game. Okay, that's that's fair. Totally fair. Yeah, Hayden, what do you want? I want Henry Ruggs' career high in receptions, so he has to at least get six. Okay, so his career high is five? Yeah. That is wild. Uh, okay, yeah. I like it. He's getting five and a half targets a game, so yeah, I guess that's that's right in range then. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, I'll take, you know what? I'll, I'll go for the gusset then. I'll take Darren Waller doubles up Jacoby Brissett for 10 points. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We're back in. You need to check your projections. This is out of control. I thought I was like doing something, you know, slightly favoring Waller, and you are so down on Brissett. I just don't. I mean, I think Brissett's a perfectly re- like replacement level player. I just think Waller is legitimately very good in that. I, I don't know. This, All right. That's, All right. That's how I'm feeling. Waller's looking like a man possessed. I've watched maybe too much Raiders so far this year, but I do think he's looking unbelievably beastly in the way people want him to be last year. Uh, next game up, we got the Jets getting nine, uh, getting 15 point. Oh my God. 15.5 implied points for the Jets. Denver, 26 implied points. So people buying in here on the Teddy Bridgewater narrative, minus 11 points in the books, minus 10 points according to Edge Sports. They're 100,000 simulations. So things looking good for Denver here, Hayden. What do you want? I want Noah Fan outscores... Travis Kelsey by three. I'll take a 10 pointer there. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a 10 pointer. That's a 10. That's a 10. Um, I will say the top five scores in this game, including quarterbacks will be Denver Broncos. Wow. So not a single jet within the top five scores. That's, I think that's pretty tough to do. That's a 10. 
Yeah, yeah that's I, a ten. That's just like logistically hard to do. Like it's not even I think, but I think that's a brave take, but one that seems reasonable enough. So that's a good ten pointer. Um, I'll take Teddy Bridgewater. Hmm, how much do I want to? Teddy Bridgewater, millionaire maker, winning quarterback is what I'll go for. That's ten. That's yeah. I don't know how much I really believe that, but why is he throwing downfield now? He's been in the league for like 10 years. Wait, wait, wait. Since when do we have to believe the things we say on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to just get roped into bad takes time yeah, and time again. I was like, oh, because I need to undo some stuff. <laughs> Next game up, a potential shootout here that we talked about earlier. Tampa Bay, 28.3 implied points. The Rams, 27.3 implied points. This one it is a one-point spread favoring Tampa Bay on the road, according to the books. Edge Sports has it flips, think, uh, flipped. Think that the Rams are a one-point favorite here, and um, I guess I think I'm due to go first in one of these, and I'm going to take. Um, I guess I'm going to take Robert Woods. What's a ten-pointer for Robert Woods? I, I feel like twenty-five fantasy points. Does, does that seem right? I think he's what projected for what about sixteen? Yeah, so? I'm seeing him for a little bit under fifteen. Okay, yeah, I think it's twenty-five. Um, twenty-five. I'm seeing him at seventeen points. I'll give you 26. Yeah. Also, D was asking what happened to the ridiculous pro jets takes bit every week. Did, was that our show? Did we ever have a pro jets take ever? I have no idea. I don't know. I Josh, like Zach Wilson more than Tyler does at over at underdog. But besides that, Josh, literally the entire summer is like, gotta get those jet stacks. They're very cheap. And I kept warning him. I was like, Oh, it's the jets. Don't forget. It's the jets. I'm leaving a candle on for Elijah Moore, but yeah, it does not. And, oh it, yeah. In Carter's role, both the rookies, I think, uh, by the end of the season, could look pretty good. How's your Denzel Mims candle doing? Um, it is. It's basically not distinguishable to the human eye, but <laughs> if you put it under a microscope, you could see a little flicker. It's like really more of a candle in the wind, yeah. some could say. <laughs> uh, Hayden, what do you want in this game with Tampa Bay and the Rams? <laughs> um, I want uh, Adam Levitan's going to tweet something about the age model with Tom Brady and Gronk by the time you record your show tomorrow. Wow. He's going to give in. He's going to give in something. It will, it will keep it in, ambiguous, but Levitan has to tweet something about Brady and Gronk just going crazy. Before the before the game start or during? No, after, before you guys oh. record tomorrow, whenever you have to grade this, yep. like that's when the tweet will come out. Okay. I mean, that's a 10 pointer because not only do you need that to happen, but then you need Levitan who's notoriously pretty, you know, uh, stingy with what he tweets to fire that out. So yeah, that's a 10 pointer. Let's go. Oh, going next level for the bets. Hayden really bringing a whole different facet to this game. Yeah. All right, Pete, uh, uh, got anything for me? Yeah. Let's say, uh, let's just have some fun. Let's have some fun. Let's say how do I get a 10 pointer? If Scotty Miller, outscores one of Chris Godwin or Mike Evans. I think so. Yeah. I don't, th- I'm not even sure he's going to get hundred percent of the snaps with a, without a B. So yeah, I'll give it to you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Kings. Uh, next game up. Another potential shootout, Seattle, 28.5 implied points, Minnesota, 26.5 implied points. Line of this one is a two point Minnesota home dog. Uh, Edge sports has it as Minnesota being a two point favorite here. So kind of interesting and, wrinkle for that but pete what do you want in this game between two teams that are giving up a lot of production so far all right this is uh minnesota mm-hmm. yeah um this game is gonna be so fun i'm really looking forward to this one um hmm how crazy do we want to get how Very. crazy <laughs> do we want to get illogically crazy is what i'm rooting for all right i I think it's enough already with this Tyler Lockett stuff. D- DK Metcalf winning Millie maker lineup. He goes absolutely nuclear in this game. 
All right, Hayden, what do you want? I wrote down Twitter erupts because Justin Jefferson gets a taunting flag after a big play. (laughs) That is so oddly specific. I love it. That's Ted. There we go. I will say Tyler Lockett doubles up DK Metcalf for 10. (laughs) I don't know if this double up strategy is going to work, but damn it, I'm going to go down to the ship this week. I like it. All right. That's, uh, we got one more game here on the main slate that we got the Sunday night game. Actually, no, this is the Sunday night game. My bad. Uh, Green Bay, 23.5 implied points. San Francisco, 26.5 implied points. Line on this one is minus three. Edge Sports has it as minus four favoring San Francisco. So that's uh, nothing too crazy there. Um, actually, I guess really the fact that San Francisco's favorite at all might be crazier than I might have just sold there. So Hayden, what do you want for Sunday night football? And keep in mind, we do give 10 points for a, a single game winning cap that I'll say. I won't give the branding of the website that that's on. Good. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, like you said, though, I was shocked that the Packers implied totals like 21st this week. I thought that was like, that's got to be one of the lowest of Aaron Rodgers' entire career. Um, I didn't get the captain memo, but I will go, well, we can kind of correlate this. Trey Sermon outscores Antonio Gibson. I'm, I'm thinking big things for Trey Sermon. Wow. That, that's Put him in your captain. That's a 10-pointer for sure. What, what, is there a backup if he somehow doesn't get out of the concussion protocol for you? I'm taking that risk. Let's get, let's get my 10 points. That is the That's ultimate it. YOLO. Pete, what do you want here? This is what happens when you grow up binge watching Ace Ventura. You give zero <laughs> fucks. That's right. All right. It's just Trey Sermon, baby. Ride or die. Um, I will say George Kittle in the captain. Uh, similar. It's it's enough already. It, we're, we're due for the monster George Kittle game. I will go a direction that killed me this week, and I will go down with this ship one more time as well. That's, I guess, my theme of the week. Uh, I will take Marquez Valdez-Scantling, showdown winning captain. Wow, you crazy. Let's do it. His air yards right now are out of control. <laughs> they're they're going to pay off one day, Hayden. That's what I tell myself every time we have these air yards outliers. And then you know, by week 11, when I'm not playing the guy anymore, he's going to crush. You're doing what I did with Darius Slayton during Ride or Die last year, where I just picked him to go off every single game, and I was right like one and a half times. <laughs> I, I think that might even be a little heavy. Oh, no, shut up. <laughs> All right, Hayden, give us the plugs here. Obviously, you're over at Underdog Fantasy doing great content there. The site itself also one of the best interfaces, best user experience you will find in the fantasy community. But uh, what do you want to plug here? Say whatever you want. If you just want to plug uh, Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls, feel free to do that as well. Well, first of all, that is the better one of the two Ace Ventura movies. If you want to hear Jet, uh, Josh's Jets takes, you can find us on the Underdog Football <laughs> Show. We got three shows a week on the YouTube channel and on your podcast feeds. Pete, what are your plugs here? What shows are you doing this weekend? Uh, I am off the rest of the afternoon and Saturday. Lucky me. No, I love doing shows. I, if I could just stream 24 seven bags, <laughs> I would, uh, I am going to be back on Saturday morning at 10, do a final kind of DFS cram, check out final injuries, uh, projections, ownership, all that good stuff. Oh, actually we should let Hayden drop off. So Hayden, give one more plug and then drop off and let's do the randomizer. What, uh, I'm going to tout uh, football outsiders here. I use all their stuff with yeah, offensive go. pace and I do adjusted sack rates. Those are the two stats I look at. Uh, I use like eight stats every week. Those are two of them. Oh, Hey, now I appreciate you giving your last plug to be for this show that that's paying Pete so handsomely and paying me marginally on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> Electricity bills are, are, they're no joke. Got to support. <laughs> all right. Go check out Hayden. Follow at Hayden Winks. Go check out his work over at underdog. We appreciate you doing the show, man. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Hayden. Later. Peace. All right, catch you later. Let's do the giveaway now. Of course, this is our big giveaway for all the people who gave us five stars and review an Apple podcast. If you want to join that illustrious community, please do that yourself. Go to Apple podcast, give us five stars and review on the splash play podcast. We'll be doing these drawings, I guess, weekly for spots on the Thursday show. So there Pete even branded it. Look at you. I come on spags. I mean, this is, I live for this kind of stuff. 
Um, so just to be clear, our so we're gonna do um one name for a guest spot next week. Yes. So this will be for our Thursday show. They could build a lineup with us or, you know, if, if you're doing great, we won't kick you off. If you're, if you're doing, if things are running a little lukewarm, perhaps we'll, we'll go, Hey, give us your plugs. And then do you know what I think we should maybe do? Spags is always have at least, I just dropped my crystal ball. Um, <laughs> I think we should have, uh, an alternate just in case someone, you know, maybe has oh. stuff going on at two thirty PM in the middle of the day on a Thursday. <laughs> What do you think the probability of that is? Are these people, do they have jobs? Is the question I, tell us if you have a job in the comments. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we, maybe I'm trying to think about the best way to do it. Cause we do want to keep encouraging reviews where you get added and we do additional, yeah. but it would be nice. Maybe if we have a log uh, or like a, once you get added to the list, like you have right of first refusal kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a ticket. Like they could use it. They could use it at some point that works yes. out for everybody if they can't. There you go. I like that. It's a ticket you can redeem uh, when we can schedule it. All right, so let's spin the wheel here and make the deal with our first community guest here on Splash Play. We're excited to see. Look at that wheel go. Zach Berg or Ra Arkalthia? Arkalthia, yeah, one of our most cherished listeners, probably one a millionaire maker, but you are our first winner here. So you get a ticket to appear on Splash Play. And I guess, Pete, let's give away a second one. Yeah, we'll do two, and then I'll do a randomizer box. Also, how should they contact us, Spags? What's the best way for? Uh, if you DM at Splash Play Pod, we can. I'll I'll handle that part. Okay. If and if for some reason you're not on Twitter, uh, leave a comment on on the video with the best way to get in contact. I would say also the if you don't have Twitter, the Discord actually is probably the best. Mm. Like you can hop in there. The links down below to the Deposit Kingdom. There's a yeah, Splash Play. The Splash channel. Play channel is pretty quiet besides <laughs> besides the tweets that are auto posted in there. Because I forget to chime in and it's it's people have a lot of things going on in the Discord. But yes, comment in there. We will find you and we will we'll get you on on board. All right. So we get we get two names for this is for another guest spot ticket. Will it be my pseudonym? Will it be my girlfriend's pseudonym? No. <laughs> Chris, Chris. Canacee. Okay. He was in the chat last week. So good. There you go. Um, Silas says anyone who does anything afternoon on Friday is lying to themselves. That's true. This would be, I believe the guest spot is going to be for Thursdays though, right, Chris? Yes. I mean, you know, we, we might have some flexibility if we need to. If, if we don't have a guest, perhaps we can think about that way. But we'll, we'll definitely do our best to fulfill everybody getting a ticket here to appear on the show. And you want to do the randomizer box too? Yeah. This final one is for a randomizer box. If you win, just contact me so I can give you a link to get a free randomizer box that does come with a free $25 ticket on Underdog Fantasy as well as some dog toys <laughs> the best and cat toys really as long as your cat's enthusiastic and willing to jp to, to waller listen. or matt it's on the, it's so close jp waller congratulations jp hit me up on twitter or the discord we will get you your randomizer box what a great day for the community spags look i'm excited i if i said it before if we get every single person who leaves us a review on this show i'll feel perfectly satisfied to do that so please continue to leave us five stars and review an apple podcast if we we somehow break into the top 200 i feel like i'll feel pretty i think pete that'd be a feather in our cap to accomplish that if and it's so help me god if in a vacuum gets there before this show pete i will come for you and everything you love <laughs> wow <laughs> that, that really escalated i thought we were just kind of you know easing into the weekend there and, well and, i didn't i didn't lead into the acting for ace ventura so i had to really be dramatic for that one <laughs> justin i do feel like i've added in that territory uh with so many wheel spins that i'm like watching prices right like oh yeah that's landing on 80 cents 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a great wheel. I mean, you and the randomizer, I feel like I've done great PR for that wheel. Yeah, seriously, wheelofnames.com. I mean, hook a brother up with a proper sponsorship. <laughs> Can you add them to your your NASCAR Rolodex? <laughs> yeah, they uh I've got to I'm going to put wheel of names just superimposed over your face uh up for the show. Also, my pillow just fell. So anybody who didn't watch Splash Bay last season, you could see some of the paintings that my girlfriend did that look like child art that are still over on our printer for some reason. You make fun of those, but if she made NFTs of that, you probably would never have to work another day in your life. I mean, it was either it was to that only fans. There's a lot of things we've left on the table here during the pregnancy period that could have been profitable for us as a family. But, you know, neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. All right, Spags, you, you normally lead us to a crescendo. Can you do it in a non <laughs> No, way? I just want to keep hanging out. No, we appreciate all of you guys for being here. Of course, make sure to follow at Hayden Wings. He was a great guest, brought some positive energy here and some handsomeness. So go check him out in his underdog works. Make sure to follow at Peter Overset. Of course, subscribe to this channel. Check out all the content going on. Follow at Chris Spags. See me do splash play every couple days. That's what I'm doing right now. Also, go check out Football Outsiders. They're helping us put on this show. Footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe. Get packages for just five dollars a month to see dvoa wide receiver dvoa lots of things that'll help you make better lineups on a holistic level so go check them out at footballoutsiders.com slash subscribe and we'll be back on monday 2 30 eastern so see you guys then and enjoy your weekends